0: Lakeland Magic fans, next time you want to explore all things to see and do close to home, make sure you go to www.visitcentralflorida.org. Polk County is home to incredible outdoor adventures, sensational dining, and has incredible world class attractions, including Legoland, Florida Resort. Safari Wilderness and Bach Tower Gardens. This and much more await you right here in our sweet backyard. So follow your fandom to visit centralflorida.org and discover why Florida's sweetest spot will be your family's favorite. Welcome into the Down the Road podcast covering your Lakeland Magic. I'm Nick Gronowitz, voice of your Lakeland Magic, and I'm very excited for our conversation on this episode. It's with Kareem Manet. He's on a two-way contract with the Orlando Magic and is in his first professional season of basketball. He's played uh, throughout the bubble with the Lakeland Magic. So what do you say we get to that conversation with Kareem Manet? Kareem, I really do appreciate the time. Uh, take me inside the bubble man how what has it been like the last month or so that you have been in there?
1: So man first of all thanks for having me uh, it's been it's been it's been pretty pretty good honestly it's been better than I expected you know came here we pretty much have everything that we need in terms of treatment and getting getting a body right and getting a uh, getting to the floor and all that kind of stuff so it's its it's been good so far it's been a it's been a ride obviously we we started off kind of we started the season kind of kind of strong, and then we we hit a we had a bump on the road for for a couple of games, and now we back back on top of her our, of her our, of herself, our, and just being uh being being the best team that we we can be, and improving every single day. So I think we're on the on right right road, and. It's uh, perfect timing because the playoffs are right around the corner.
0: They are, and right now, if the if the G League season were to end today, and it's it's kind of pointless saying that because as we're recording this, you guys have a game against uh, Salt Lake City in a couple of hours, but uh, Lakeland would be inside the playoff bubble. Uh, Kareem, uh, t- talk to me just a little bit about, um, I guess, the ba- has it just been 24-7 basketball? Have you ever experienced anything like this where just the focus 100% of the time has been on playing basketball inside the bubble?
1: Uh, nothing quite like this, but it, I can, like, it can really relate for me personally, just to AAU basketball, kind of just all you do is just, uh, go to your room, relax your body, take care of your body. And then when you get up and get out and get out basically your room, you are just going to play basketball and do what you love. So it's kind of, it's kind of the same in that sense, I guess.
0: Yeah, it's it's like AAU basketball, but at least in the AAU, you kind of know some of the guys that you're going to be on the team with. Did you know anybody? I know. I mean, you played in Canada, of course, um, and then signed that two-way deal with with Orlando during the pandemic. Uh, did you know anybody? Have you played with anybody that was that's on this Lakeland roster prior to to arriving for the G League single site?
1: Oh uh, no, I didn't. I didn't know anybody. Like like you said, coming from Canada, coming from a high school in Canada, and uh, making that jump, I didn't really know anybody in the states like that. But um, once I got here, I got pretty close to a couple of guys, and uh, there's another Canadian on the team too. So I knew of him, mm-hmm. but I didn't know personally. But some of the guys were on train camp. uh at the with uh, with Orlando, they were with mm-hmm. us at train camp, and then no, uh, yeah. So I, I met them there, but yeah, I didn't know anybody personally at first.
0: So, if you, who have you gotten to know the most? I guess during the last month or so, who have you been? Uh, who you been hanging out with?
1: Um, I got I gotten pretty close with the uh, Mamadi. He's, okay. uh, he's on a he's he's on the two way with uh, the Bucks, so he's been the guys I've been pretty much with the whole time. Uh, and uh, I got the Canadian that's on the team here, Justin Jackson. So uh, I think those two. But yeah.
0: Okay, yeah, I know I know Justin a little bit uh, because he's been with Lakeland for a while. Uh, i'm I'm a big fan of his. He's a funny guy. He really is. Uh, he's a fun guy to hang out with a little bit. Uh, what have you guys been doing to to pass the time? I, I talked with Anthony Parker before he uh, you guys before you guys got the season underway and he said that there was some debates about what to do for entertainment. So what have you been doing just to pass the time?
1: Uh, passing time. Well, there's a couple of activities they have out here in the bowl. Like they they set up like pool tables, uh, some places where you can just play some games, like uh, playing playing chess and, and stuff like that. So for me, uh, I started, I started taking chess real serious. So I really kind of got into that. And um, other things the guys are doing, like going to fish. I haven't I haven't went there yet, but uh, yeah, some of the guys are going to fish. They they, they have that set up for us too. So. Oh, There's a couple okay. of things you can do. There's a pool. So, yeah. Nice. You can pass it down pretty easy.
0: Nice. Yeah, I saw Andrew Rousey checking out the pool on one of the videos that Lakeland posted. So, uh, I know he was out there doing that. And I think Justin Jackson was out there with him, too, or something. But uh, So, you t- you said chess. Is that what you said? You take chess seriously? Yes, sir. Okay. So, who have you been playing against?
1: Uh, I played against similar, so one of our trainers in the seat and um, a couple of couple guys on the team. And... uh Right now my my win my win losses are I'm, I'm on the positive side of it so okay I've started I'm a I'm a I'm a rookie guy into but I, I know I know a little bit of strategy towards that, and I I'm learning so yeah
0: I I I played a little bit old, like back in the day for me but I've I never got too far into the strategy who's the best guy that
1: you've played so far um probably Succeed, yeah. he's one of the trainers. Okay. And um, uh, but I know, I know, I know the best guy on the team that's, that's playing chess right now is uh, DJ. So DJ, DJ, is the best chess player on the team for sure. That's from what I heard. I haven't seen him play or anything, but guys are scared of him, so I guess he's the best one.
0: Okay, we got you got a little while to still uh, work your way up to to take him on, uh, Kareem. Let me. Uh, yeah. Let let me let me get to uh, to kind of plan playing for Lakeland. Of course, like I said, you you signed the two way deal with Orlando. You were in training camp with them, and then you head to the G League single site. What's it been like playing for Stan Heath? Of course, is is in his fourth season now as the Lakeland Magic head coach. You like playing for Stan? Yes, yeah,
1: sir. And it's been with me as soon as I got to Orlando. Like I said, he was uh, he was kind of there with oh, yeah. the, uh, as soon as I got there with the with the Orlando Magic at first, so it was kind of easy to and just. just, just being able to play with, with him because I already knew him from him being in camp and he traveling with us, all kind of stuff. So that that made it easier for sure.
0: What's been the biggest, I guess, change for you uh, from from where you've played in the past? I guess how has the game been different playing in the G League and even I know you've played a little bit. You know, you made you made a couple of appearances in some NBA games, but in terms of the G League play there at the single site, what's been the the biggest difference for you? Is it the speed of the game? Is it what, what's what's been the biggest the biggest thing for you?
1: Uh, like I think the biggest thing would be definitely the uh, speed of the game. I had to adjust to that and just making making the right reads and uh, just slow, slowing down. But knowing how to when, when to go fast and when to go slow, I think that that's, uh, that's that that would be the biggest thing. Like when you on the court, everything goes by fast, but at the same time, it's like everything goes by, everything is slow. So you just have to kind of find a balance between that and between just making the right reads at the right time. Just you know. Uh, play different from from, uh, from from where I where I used to play at, and it's a different different type of game. It's a different it's a different type of speed. It's a, everything basically is different coverages and terms of uh, the, the the language they use here for certain stuff. Everything is, is kind of new for me, so I had to learn that pretty quickly and just adjust. And I think I've been I've been doing a pretty good job with that, and just getting better every single single, single game and getting even more and more comfortable as the, the season went on.
0: Yeah, I've always been I've always been curious about that. At what point in time does does some of that start to sink in? At what point in time during this season did you start to feel a little bit more comfortable, I guess, with, you know, fitting into the offense? And of course, you're a point guard, so I mean, you're the guy that needs to to be more aware with with what the offense is doing more than anybody. When did you start to feel comfortable with it?
1: Um, I would say before I came to the bowl, I was trying to get comfortable with it, really with the Orlando, just knowing, especially on the defensive side of it, just knowing the defensive turn, knowing the coverages and all that kind of stuff. So once, once I got here, it was pretty much the same. They really, they, they kind of do the same kind of uh, – on the defensive end, they kind of do the same thing. So it was easy to just transition that on the defensive end of it. And then on the offensive end, it really came like a couple games in where I really got to get my feet wet, get get my shots up, and just get, get, get kind of in the rhythm and just find – Find myself and find what I'm what I'm good at 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 this level and just explore that as 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 much as I can and but also knowing that okay this is an area that I'll I'll have to get better but I'm 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 gonna get better by just you know practicing it and uh, making sure that I know I know what to do going forward you know so yeah
0: yeah let me let me follow up on that I guess well what. What do you feel is one of your one of your big strengths on the court uh, when you're out there playing? I guess well, what is it that you that you really feel like you bring in terms of a strength?
1: I think just me having the ball in my hands and being able to to create, you know, create, get get down in the lane and make the right reads. That's something I've been getting better at, especially here. You know, just getting getting down here, it's not about, once once it's just about like the the decisions we make once you get down there. So getting down there, attracting a couple of guys, I think that's something that I do just naturally, just by me being by my energy and just by the way I get I get in the game. it attracts a lot of people. So me being able to kick kick the ball out to those guys and uh play make basically. But I think that, that's a, that's one of my strengths to get down here and play make, and then create create for myself and my teammates. that's something that, you know, that's just, that's another thing that I
0: ideal okay yeah i've seen a lot of that in, in in the games that i've watched i mean in terms of a playmaker and and your court vision uh l- let me I-, I love player comps kareem i i really do i love i love reading about guys and in, in terms of what other nba players were other players that they are compared to um yeah. who do you fashion your game after i guess or who do you see yourself as comparable to because the two names that were thrown out when orlando signed you were victor oladipo and drew holiday i guess who do you fashion your game after
1: uh, there were actually some some of the guys that I watch a lot, like Drew, I think that's the guy that I watch the most. But uh I watched Drew uh Drew a lot, Vic too, I watched them a lot growing up and um guys like uh KD when I when I was growing up you know, the superstars obviously I've I've been watching them and I picked up basketball kinda late. So the, I at first I just knew the superstar, but when I started getting into basketball that's when I I, I, I watched the game on on T V and I seen Drew play for the first time and ever since then I've been following him. So that those are actually good comparisons, but I think the the, the Drew Holiday comparison will be the the best I would say because on the opposite and and because of him, because he takes he really like a two way player and he takes pride in defense and that's something I took pride into and um, make sure that I stop my guys and all that kind of stuff. So yeah,
0: yeah, that's how I mean that that's what they put an emphasis on now, of course, is being a two way guy and Drew Holiday is is a guy definitely to fashion your game off of. You mentioned that you started playing basketball. Uh, a little later in your life, uh, you were born in Senegal. You actually played soccer and then didn't pick up basketball, uh, I guess, solely, or didn't go just to basketball until you were twelve. Is that right? Until you were twelve?
1: Uh, yeah, at twelve, that's when I got introduced to basketball. But I was I wasn't taking it serious because I was still playing soccer. So soccer was my main sport until I turned sixteen. And at, at sixteen, that's when I started taking basketball serious and working out. And I went on a on the competitive team and started starting like taking basketball serious, and I, I, that's when I stopped playing soccer.
0: So, what brought you to basketball? What 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 flipped you, I guess, from so, what what got you onto our team, the basketball versus soccer team?
1: Um, I think it was just for me. It was just a change of heart, you know. By by the time I, I was twelve, and I the first time my, my friends introduced me to basketball, playing in the park with them, it just my love just kept growing, growing, growing. By just playing with them and during the summer, and um, once I got to see it, it was just. It was just a natural transition for me, and that summer too, I got I got way taller. I grew I grew from I went from six foot to six foot three last summer, so that kind of helped <laughs> with the transition. But um, yeah, just the love of it, and I go I, I kind of just all the love that I had for soccer just went into basketball, and that's why in soccer I wanted to be a pro too. So I had the same that uh I had the same will uh, and the. Same well like that's what, that's what I wanted to do as soon as I picked up the basketball, too, so I started taking it, seriously. it way that I took soccer, serious.
0: yeah, you eventually had to make a choice, so what led you to 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 make that ultimate choice to say, okay, I'm gonna focus only on basketball. Was it just the growth spurt, or is it that you felt that maybe you 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 were better at playing basketball?
1: No, actually, at that time, I was definitely better at playing soccer, you know I had just started I was playing with my friends, but most of them were better than me, so it was just really just I just fell in love with the, the game of basketball and that's really what got me started, and then eventually, by, by by my work ethic and my dad. My dad was really into me with soccer, so once once I picked up the basketball, he just kind of had the, the same mentality with me, and he just kept pushing me to work as hard as I could in, uh, in basketball as I did in soccer. So and that's that's I think my my work ethic and my dad doing all that pushing me. That's really what got me into
0: getting
1: better fast at basketball.
0: And, and has your dad been a big part, I guess, of of your your career? I mean, have you been talking to him during this this process of being in the bubble?
1: Yeah, yeah, for sure. I talk to my parents every day. They're, they're all I got. They're, they're the person that has been by my side ever since, or through everything, basically. So, they're, they're just, I, for sure, I talk to them every day. I talk to them every, every day ever since I've been in Orlando. And, yeah, that's never going to change.
0: Is this the longest you you've gone without seeing them? I mean, you've been down in Orlando since probably mid December, I would guess. Um, I, I and I know they probably probably came to the states before that for a little while too. So, uh, how long's it been since you've seen your family?
1: Um, I actually came to Orlando like in November. Okay. So yeah, in November, like a couple days after the draft, I came down. I think it was on the twenty twenty fourth. Yeah, that, that's when I came. So, since November, I've, I haven't seen them. So that's, that's how long it's been. But, um, yeah, like you said, I've, I've never been to the state, like, living for that long. You know, I always came here for AU tournaments, and it's, like, a couple of days and you go back. So, for me, it's kind of like I'm I'm kind of just getting used to this country at the same time, getting used to the game. So, at first, it was really a lot, but I, I didn't really think of it like that. All I was focusing on was the basketball part of it, and, in my head everything's gonna take care of itself 'cause I like eventually I got I got used to, it, you know, being here and all that kind of stuff. So what's care of itself for sure. What
0: what have you needed what what have you had to really take time to get used to? What's what, what are a couple of American things that you've needed to really get
1: used to, I guess? Um I would just say American things, but um I think yeah, one thing would be definitely the the food. You know, I'm African so um well, once I got to Orlando, I couldn't really find a, a place where they made the same exact food that I used to eat when I was back home you know, so i had to I had to call my mom real quick and uh she she actually came for for a couple of days she could she could send stuff for me and all you know, I learned and then she went and then she went back but um I think the food would be the biggest difference uh something that I have to adjust to, but also just living living by myself you know mm-hmm. and uh that that would be a big thing but
0: that's an me, adjustment I
1: wasn't, yeah, but I wasn't even back home. I wasn't really at home most of the time. I was just either in the gym or at school. Or if I if I come home, it's really just to sleep and then go back go back up and do the same thing. So in that sense, it's pretty much the same. But with having my family around has been uh, an adjustment too that, that I have to make. And now the food, like I said.
0: Okay. So when your mom when your mom actually came down, did she just she show you how to cook a couple of things, kind of kind of help you out, or or what? Uh, I guess what advice did she give you?
1: Um, she tried giving the gut but I can't, I can't, I really cannot cook. <laughs> I tried, but <laughs> the most I can make is probably an egg or, uh, yeah, that's about it. White, white rice. Like, but I can't cook like she, she can. I could probably try, but it's not, it's not, it's not going. Nah, it'll, it's
0: not, it'll, well. it'll come. It'll come. It'll take some time. It takes, takes, yeah, yeah. takes I'll a while see. to kind of, to kind of get used to, to working in the kitchen there. Um, Kareem, let me, uh, let, let me get to, uh. A couple of questions. I was I was doing a little bit of research on you uh, before this interview, and so you played. Is it veneer? Is that how you say it? Veneer College.
1: Veneer, yeah.
0: Veneer. Okay. Um, I saw you had to commute two hours in order to play basketball there. Yeah. So you were just driving two hours? Was it was it an hour there, an hour back, or whatever? I mean. So I, that really, I mean, that's a commitment um, to, to have to to have to have travel that far to play. Was there ever a time where you thought, hey, like, this isn't worth it, going through a commute like that and, and having to, to, to kind of grind every day?
1: Um, no, nah, I didn't really think of it like that because, like I said, my, my, my dad was really on me about just doing what you need to do in order to get what you want. You know, that was, that was a big message from him, so – for me, just making that sacrifice because was one of the best schools for basketball, and they had one of the like pretty much everybody on the team was pretty good. And I wanted to get get at basketball the the, the fastest the fast way I could. So I I knew that once if I had to go to that school, play against those guys every single day in practice and playing with them in the game, it would just only make me a better basketball player. So. Uh, i just decided to do it but it was it took me two hours to get to school and then two hours to get back so it was, i was commuting four hours a day but I, I didn't have a car or anything it was just by a bus and uh, taking a train the metro
0: wow so you were taking the wow you were taking the metro it's like me going to jacksonville every day and back for work that is uh that's that's quite a commute there uh kareem uh, i i saw in an article that uh that there was a little bit of interest from Michigan State. Were you close to ever going to play for Tom Izzo at Michigan State or was that just that just a lot of hoopla?
1: No, nah, I was uh, I was yeah, I was I was pretty close with um with the coaching staff at Michigan State and our, actually some of the colleges that recruited me like a lot of college recruited me, but I think Michigan State they came down like pretty much like Tom I seen him in much up like like three or four times. Came down himself and uh to me we we got we got pretty close and um its funny that now I'm here and uh, coach now he told mm-hmm. me that he used to coach for um Tommy so yeah,
0: I was wondering to give you a hard time about that a little bit. He tell you you should have went
1: mm, I think we talked about it a little bit. I told him a uh, I told him i think we, we talked about it and I, and I asked him that question actually one of the first time I've seen him, and uh he said he didn't say nothing about it actually, but he said yeah he uh Michigan machine stay for for life or something like that, yeah. Okay.
0: Yeah, he was on uh he was on Izzo's staff there. All right, I, I I appreciate all your time, man. I'll get you out on this. You did make your NBA debut uh, against Philly on New Year's Eve, um, just just about a couple of months ago. Uh, give me your give me your welcome to the NBA moment there. What do you remember about your NBA debut when you put on a Magic uniform and went out of the court for the first time?
1: Uh, it was it was. It was it was definitely a blessing, you know. It was definitely something that was surreal. Even when I was on the court, I was just like, man, this is not real. But it's it's crazy because we had we had, a, we had a preseason, so we played already a couple games, and my first actual NBA game was in preseason. And uh, after that game, I just felt kind of comfortable for the rest of the preseason. But then once I really got into the game in the regular NBA season, that's, that's really when it felt surreal, and I felt... I just it was just a dream come true. Like once I once I was on the court, I was like, yeah, I'm I'm really here. Like it was just it was just surreal to me. And even after the game, I just kept thinking about it. And I was like, that's, that's really crazy.
0: Yeah, uh, it is. A lot of guys that I've talked to talk about that uh, that welcome to the NBA moment and just how surreal it is. And uh, obviously, uh, congratulations for that. It's a heck of an accomplishment just to make it onto the floor. And we know that we're going to see you out there uh, playing for Lakeland uh, in the G League single site there, and then on that two way contract with the Orlando Magic. Uh, you got three games left, uh, Kareem. Uh, by my by my, my look here, you guys got to win two out of three. So good luck uh, in the final couple of games here, and then good luck in the playoffs.
1: Thank you. Appreciate it.
0: There you go, Kareem Manet. He's a two-way contract player with the Orlando Magic. Lakeland playing Salt Lake City a little bit later uh, tonight uh, from the day that we're taping this on March 3rd. And then they have two more games after that. The top eight teams make the G League playoffs. Hey, that's going to do it for us here on the Down the Road podcast. I'm Nick Grunowitz. We'll talk to you on the next episode. Magic fans, next time you want to explore all things to see and do close to home, make sure you go to www.visitcentralflorida.org. Polk County is home to incredible outdoor adventures, sensational dining, and has incredible world-class attractions including Legoland, Florida Resort, Safari Wilderness, and Bach Tower Gardens. This and much more await you right here in our sweet backyard. So follow your fandom to visitcentralflorida.org and discover why Florida's sweetest spot will be your family's favorite. (laughs)
1: bye bye bye